Welcome back to Connect Through Beauty. Today we have Samvia. Oh my goodness, I'm just so excited about this. And the conversation was nothing short of amazing. It was very, very valuable. And I'm so happy to bring you the value in that. And I hope that you guys can really pull something out of this, whether it's just one thing that is so worth it you pull tools out of everything that you learn any educational event that you go to any any podcast that you listen to you know whatever you're doing for yourself if you pull one thing out of it then it was so worth it so i really hope that you see the value in this you pull out the tools that you need right now to start shifting your mind pivoting a little bit in your career Um, and just really start utilizing these things little by little. And all of a sudden you're going to be in this space and think, wow, look at where I'm at right now. I'm just so proud of myself. You know, I just want everybody to get to that point where you're just standing there, you know, wherever you're at in the, in the beauty industry and you're just in awe at all of the things that you have done. You guys should all be so proud of yourselves. And this is just an incredible industry to be in. It is ever evolving. And I really, truly feel like we are just getting started. And we're just in this like crazy, amazing spot right now where it's just booming. And I know I say that a lot, but it really is. And I want you guys to feel that excitement, that excitement right now for for being in the beauty industry. Like you guys chose to be in the beauty industry. I chose to be in the beauty industry and I did it because I had so much passion for it and I have so much passion for it. And I know that you guys do too. So to continue that passion, we have to keep giving ourselves the tools to do so. So listen into this very valuable conversation. I know that you're going to learn so, so much and keep staying connected. Oh, it's a pleasure, my dear. And I'm honored that you asked me. Uh, I really believe that it's a different world being a hairdresser. So there's so much to talk about out there. Oh my gosh. There's so much to talk about. I, um, I know. I I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like our industry is like just hitting a reset button and just like Mm -hmm. booming. It's really booming and it's kind of quite amazing. Right. Yeah. You know what? I really think that it, it's amazing how we've all had to adapt to some type of change. Mm -hmm. So I think it's about really being flexible all about life right now. It's, it's interesting just what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. So I titled our podcast for the love of beauty, because I feel like, um, again, there's so much that goes into what we do so much drive and dedication and hard work and so much behind that statement. And, um, so I think that fits perfectly. And, um, so I want to, I want to know a little bit more about, what got you started in the beauty industry? Oh, wow. It's a great I story. Love it. It's a great story, Ashley. I was actually going to school. I was I was really involved in sports. You know, I, I played a lot of sports. I coached a lot of different sports. I went to college playing volleyball. Um, during my junior year in college, I decided I wanted to drop out and go to beauty school. 
I grew up in my dad's barbershop. I abs absolutely hated it because I stood, I shined the shoes and watched my dad stand in hair all day long and thought, I'll never do that standing up all day. And here I am today doing, you know, what I happen to love. And you just never know where life's going to lead you. But I dropped out of college my junior year. One weekend I went home for dinner. There was to spend the weekend with my parents having dinner. And I said, I want to go to beauty school. My mom's jaw dropped. My dad was like clapping underneath the table. Uh -huh. And my mom was like, why? You know, you have one more year of school. You know, I said, mom, you know, I'm a PE major. I cut school half the time, go to the beach and play volleyball. I said, you know, I'd like to give it a shot what dad does, but I'd really like to go to cosmetology school, not barber, not barber. And my mom was like, okay, you know, if you want to give it a shot, but if you do, it doesn't work, um, you're responsible for paying for your last year. Yeah. Said, okay, of college, you'll go back and finish it. I said, all right, agreed. So off to beauty school, I went. My dad found a school in the San Francisco Bay Area. I grew up in Santa Cruz, California. Mm -hmm. So um, he found a school in the San Francisco Bay Area. I went to school and actually it's strange about, I was probably there about two, two months, two and a half mm -hmm. months. And my teacher came up to me. I'll never forget. She came up to me. She said, Sam, your uh, client's rollers are falling out underneath the dryer. I want you to go up, lift the hood, apologize to her. And as I'm walking away, she said, and you might want to consider doing something else. Mm. And it just kind of hit me, you know, and from there I went to, my dad took me to a show one that following weekend, which was timely, perfect. And uh, he said, you know, we're going to go see Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. So that's pretty, you know, quite some time ago. And that's the show that really changed my life where I said, you know what, I want to do that. I want to be a teacher. Yeah. So that's where I really focused on. That was my desire. And from there, it just kind of took off. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, I love your story. I've, I, you know, I, I think like all of us listening to that, I mean, really can resonate with it because we've all had that moment in our lives where we've pivoted and not quite what we set out to do, but um, definitely following a dream that we've all had. And I love that about you. And so you went to this show and what happens after that? Like, how do you get into Redkin and how's that, how's that journey start for you? <laughs> That's another <laughs> great story. You know, after that, after I got out of school, I worked in a salon and anytime, anytime I had an opportunity to teach, I would teach because I just loved it, you know, mm. and I was easy ticket sale. You could, you know, the sales consultants knew if they walked in the salon, the first one to buy a ticket was Sam. And mm. I just felt that, you know, my dad instilled in me that if you're going to do this, you know, education is really important and you got to stay up with what's happening, the new trends, et cetera. So um, I was, uh, Doing a lot. And one day I received a phone call from a, a lady by the name of Terry Donnelly saying, you know, I'm putting together a, a team, a cutting team for Redkin and would love to have you audition for it. So um, that's how my journey with Redkin started. And that was one thing that was funny because that was a company my dad said, that's who you need to get with. You need to get with Redkin because my dad had mm -hmm. in those days back in those states, they had Redkin for men. Oh. My dad carried that brand. But the funny story is I almost didn't make it with Redkin because I almost missed my audition. And mm. long story short, I got to the hotel where it was being held and um, I walked in and said, hey, I'm here for an audition for Redkin. And the concierge guy said, well, they were here yesterday. You're here the wrong day. 
I said, no, I've got it today. And I remember in my mail, which I did not open up as I went by the salon, uh, there was a red letter from Redkin and it was, they had moved my audition a day up. Mm. So I, you know, was like, I had my model, half her head was cut. I was ready to go. And I said, oh, wow, you're kidding me. I've missed an opportunity of a lifetime. So I thought, well, I said, um, let me go to the front desk. I'll check and see if the lady, Terry Donnelly, is still here in the hotel because she was on her way to Seattle to do another audition. And uh, the hotel said, she still checked in. So I wrote her a letter and asked that guy at the concierge, said, "Can you? would you mind delivering this to her room? Slide it underneath the door, just knock on the door and give it to her. He said, sure, be happy to. So he delivered it, you know, and meanwhile, I'm walking around the hotel trying to see if I see her. I knew her, really know her, but I knew her face. Yeah. Couldn't find her. My model and I are looking around and this has gone by about an hour and a half now. Oh. So I said, you know what? I said, you know what? I'm not going to find her. My model's like, you know what, Sam? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go. You can cut my hair tomorrow. You're too stressed out. Let's do it tomorrow. I go, yeah, you know what? I'm going to sit here, right? You know, uh, wait and see what happens. I'm going to give it another 15 minutes. She leaves. Mm. And sure enough, as I had my car pulled up, the concierge guy comes running out. He goes, hey, you know that lady you wanted to talk to? She's on the phone. She's ready to talk to you. And I thought, oh, great. I can explain to her what happened. So I got on the phone. I said, Terry, I'm so sorry. She goes, hey, I got your letter. I read it. She goes, I got the room back. She goes, I'm going to audition. Let's do your audition now. I got it back. I, I'll be, let's do it before I check out and head to Seattle. And I said, Terry, I sent my model home. It's been an hour and a half, almost two hours. And she said, well, Sam, you're a man of show experience. You're your experience. You have a half. I'll give you half an hour to find a model. I'll meet you in the room. Oh, my gosh. And I said, OK. And I slammed the phone down. I started walking around there looking for a model. And the concierge guys kept staring at me. And I've got my uh, my portfolio with me. But my portfolio was my avant-garde portfolio. Mm. So that wasn't working, showing it to people in the hotel. And he, he came up. He goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm trying to find a model. My audition, the lady, she's got the room set back up. He goes, you need a model? I go, yeah, I sent my model home and blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, you can't be going up to people in the hotel and soliciting. He goes, that doesn't work. He goes, come with me. He goes, wait here. So I'm waiting for him at the concierge desk. He comes out. He goes, look, I'm scheduled to get off. The gal coming up after me to take over, she's willing to get a haircut. So oh. I'll cover for her. I'll cover for her, and you can use her. I said, "Oh, perfect." So she comes out. She has texture, texture, oh. extreme coily hair, and I'm like, "Oh wow!" And she said, "You can do anything you want." So I said, "Okay." So I cut it short into a haircut. In those days, it was known as a Nefertiti, or it's very short and worked her long. It's kind yeah. of an anti-head shape. So I cut half of it really fast. Went to the room, cut it fast. So Terry Donnelly walks in. She goes, oh, my gosh. She goes, you're not only here, but you found a model and you got half the haircut. I go, yep, and I'm ready to go. So she sits down behind this little table. She takes her notes out and she goes, are you ready? I said, yes. So I jumped off the stage, ran out the door, and she's looking at my model. She goes, does he have to go to the men's room? What is going on? <laughs> Barely opened the door. And I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome from Redken, Sam Via. And oh, she's kind of like, God. sits back in the chair. She's like, what? So she's, I go on, I go, how is everybody? I start doing all this stuff. I'm doing what I, you know, what I think is the right thing to do. 
and I'm asking questions and I go, yes, sir. In the second row there. And I'd run down. Yeah. The question I'd like to ask is blah, blah, blah. And then I'd run back up. The question was blah, 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 blah. And I'd give the answer. And she was like taking notes fiercely. And I ended and she goes, you done? I said, yes, I'm done. I put closure on it and everything. She comes up, she checks the haircut. She goes, nice haircut. She lets the model go. I thank the model. I give her a nice tip. She leaves and she says, have a seat. And she says, well, Sam, I hate to tell you this, but you're overqualified. Oh. I go, what? She goes, you, that was awesome. I go, well, what about all the notes you took? I go, I'm up for coaching. She goes, are you kidding me? I'm stealing all your stuff. <laughs> that was great stuff. She goes, but seriously, she goes, you're overqualified. I'd really like to, you, you could be a national performing artist for Redken right now. But I don't want to do that because if we do that, that means you're jumping over a lot of people. And I don't want people to stab you in the back and, you know, have people that are supporting you in a model room. And meanwhile, they're talking behind your back because you have to understand they have to jump through certain hoops before they could be moved up to certain levels. Mm, yeah. And she said, you know, here's what I want you to do. If you agree to start out at the bottom and just be who you are, I guarantee in six months you'll be at the top. But they'll push you to the top because they'll say, God, this guy's good. He needs to be, you know. I said, I'm fine with that. So sure enough, that's how it worked out, how my Redken journey, and here I am today still with Redken, and it's been uh, 28 years. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a story. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a, a fun story because, really you know, can you imagine had I missed that audition or had she not allowed me to do it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't even imagine. My goodness. Um. I mean, you would you would have found your way. I mean, I believe that. Um, I believe that too. I really. Yeah, I. You know, have you? It sounded. It sounds like you performed that in your mind, though, way before you actually did it. You knew what you were going to do that day, and like you really took it to the next step. You didn't just stand there and just do a haircut. You like completely transformed which I love that that's you no know, it's it's I don't share this one what I'm about to share with you I don't share it. I don't I don't think I've really shared it maybe but a couple times but there's this little mantra when I had my salon in San Mateo California when I opened it up I knew you know that one that ever since that day going to that show that Sassoon show and seeing Vidal Sassoon himself I knew I wanted to teach I knew I wanted to do that mm-hmm. so it was you know one of the things my dad always said was, you know, prove to me you can make some money, but stay humble. You know, most people get egotistical. Mm-hmm. So there's this little mantra I had, Ashley, that I would always do when I would close my salon at night. I would most cases be the last one out. And when I was the last one out, I'd uh, close out all the lights except this one light that we were supposed to leave on. And then I'd stand in the middle of the salon. I'd raise my fist up to the ceiling and I'd grab my, just grab a hand fistful of air. I'd pull it down to my heart and say, someday the industry will know my name. Oh. And I did that every night that I would close my salon. But I wanted people, I want people to know my name for the right reason. And that mm-hmm. is, you know, known as a teacher, known as an educator, known as someone that wants to help people grow, known as someone that wants to share in the industry. Absolutely. That's my, that's always been my ambition. Mm. Oh, I have goosebumps. I love that. There's so much power in, you know, seeing your future and believing it and, you know, way, way even before it actually happens. And, 
you know, and then, and then life gets really surreal when it does and you're in the moment and wow, it's so powerful. Yeah, um, it really is. Wow. I love that. Um, well, everyone does know your name and, and for all of the right reasons, I certainly, you are certainly someone that has impacted my life and oh, thank you, Ashley. it has been an awesome journey to have you a part of it and our company for Redkin. I mean, it's been, it's been really, really cool. Did you always know that you wanted to strictly do um, haircutting? Like that was your, <laughs> that was your following. That was your thing. No, I, I, I thought that, you know, I need to know everything, you know, I <laughs> yeah. a hairdresser sure. you need to do you need to in today's world for survival. I think, you know, the money's in chemicals. Sure. I, I think, you know, knowing everything and being well rehearsed. Yes, you can you can major in one skill set, be a colorist, you know, focus on that or you can focus only on design. I started out doing everything, but I was a horrible. I have to be really honest and say that I was a horrible colorist. I just didn't understand formulation number one. Chemistry was not my favorite subject. Math was, but not chemistry. Mm. Uh, the secondly, you know, I just didn't see color. I see. I'm not colorblind. The joke around uh, Redkin is Sam's colorblind. Don't hey. let him, don't let him touch anything but shades EQ clear. Um, <laughs> but the but I was in my salon and I had two awesome partners, Melanie Morningstar and Tina Palomares, and they were awesome colorists and they really were the ones that educated the team in color. I educated design and finishing. So. They would say, Sam, when you do a highlight, when, you know, you just don't put them underneath the dryer, you need to watch it. You know, it needs to be like, go for a banana yellow. And I go, I don't see banana yellow. Yellow is yellow. They go, ah, look at the banana. See this banana? And I go, yeah. I go, yeah, the banana's white. They go, no, 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 Sam. I go, no, it's white. It's not yellow, not banana. Yeah, I don't see yellow. The outside of the banana is yellow. Now, if you want it yellow like that, they go, well, sometimes you want that. But we're talking about the inside of the, I said, ah, you guys, I go, that's bleach white. And they go, it's because I would actually put them underneath the dryer, put on a timer on for 10 minutes. And how they came out is how they came out. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved cutting. I so love it got to the point where I was busy. So I decided, you know what? I'm not going to do color anymore. I'm going <laughs> to give the kids that need the money and I'm going to focus on um, cutting. So then even my clients realized, wow, you know, I really like how they did my color. You really didn't know color, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, so yeah, design kind of just was something I really enjoy, something I desire to do. And I feel that's where a lot, a lot of times transformation happens. But I also understand how you, the marriage of a cut and color can give you the enhanced uh, transformation. Absolutely. So but I just still to this day, I don't, I, I really see, I'm, I'm amazed how color has improved and where colors are, especially with these bonders and what we're capable of doing and, and the awesome Redken Shades EQ. But I still choose to focus in the skill set of design, finishing, and motivation and business side. Yeah. Oh, I know. I love that. Um, so, and every time I see you, you always bring something new and it's never wow. the same thing. And, um, I mean, you're, you're very, you are very inspiring every single time, but how, like, how do you bring that high energy every single time and you're always evolving and it's never the same thing over and over again like what what is that for you like what do you do well let me break it into two parts energy and evolve yeah energy 
an audience will never remember what I said, mm. but they will remember how I said it. Mm. So energy that that's, you know, understanding how to use your body, how to use your voice and, and control a room. Mm. Now evolve. That's something where it's important to me. If I want to have longevity and regards to as a teacher or a platform artist, whatever you want to call it, influencer, you need to continually reinvent yourself. Mm -hmm. So that requires research. I am constantly, constantly researching. You know, like I have conversations with my good Chris, my good buddy Chris Barron, and we were just talking about, you know, now I said, hey, you know, have you seen that a butterfly is now shown up? He's like, what? What butterfly? I don't see no butterfly. I said, <laughs> well, we had an octopus, and before that we had a wolf. Now we got a butterfly. He goes, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? <laughs> and that's based, I said, you know, like he and I, we both understand, you know, whether we like the names or not, that's not important. What's important is that we know what's a trend or call it whatever a fad is. We need to know. So as a teacher, I'm the messenger. So if I want to continue to be a messenger and not a rock star, Mm. then I need to research. If I'm going to be a rock star, a rock star relies on their hits, Mm. on their shtick. Platform artists is called a shtick. As a musician, it's called hits. If you don't keep coming up with new hits, then, you know, you know, eventually you go away and you can become an archive band. You still, you can still tour, but you're not at the top of your game. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I really believe that as a teacher, I need to stay on top of it. I got to stay up with these kids. You know, like Chris says, well, what do you, I go, I'm on TikTok, Pinterest, you know? Yeah. I'm looking at what are these kids in Korea right now? It's the Asians are really hot in terms of the kids, you know, and what they're doing. And, you know, I was talking about elevator boys and they're like the, the red canars are like elevator boys. What, what I go fireflies wedges. And they go, oh, well, why are you calling elevator boys? Cause that's the trend it's called. And they yeah. go, why elevator boys? I said, because these kids in Korea would get in an elevator and they push the elevator and they jump up in their hair and then he noticed it would fly up. Mm. And it was the, it was, a, it was like, you know, the, that's an elevator boy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> so that, it. that the way their hair came up and flew up, that's how they wanted it cut. Yeah. So that's a, the shape that, that complements that is a firefly or a wedge. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, and so simple, right? Like you do, you do the things that set you apart but there there are little things like um following up on the trends doing research they seem like little things but they always will help you evolve and always grow you and i i love that we talk about that a lot in in the company and Mm -hmm. um do the little things that separate you from from the rest right you know i'm i'm i i always tell people look i'm not a rock star I'm not an inventor. I'm not a visionary. Um, I'm a hairdresser who's proud to say that I'm a teacher mm-hmm. and I'm motivated by the passion to teach. Now that said, what I need to do is I choose to put myself in the category of a, a messenger. So as a messenger, I'm going to go out there and find it. You still with me, Ashley? Yeah. No, I love it. Yeah. I'm going to go out there and find it. So that's what I do is I go out there and find it. Now, what I might do 
is I might go in and I might alter it a bit. And people say, well, you invented that. No, I didn't invent it. Invent it. I saw it, but I just changed it a little bit in the way that it's done. Because I believe that based upon what we've gone through in the last two and a half, three years, mm. simplicity is today's brilliance. Mm. People want simplicity in their life and they're looking for things to be done simple. Yeah. Like this generation of the youth, they're so used to things, the answer being immediate. Yeah. They're so used to, you know, things being fingertip. So what we need to understand is it's got to be simple. No, nothing needs to be difficult now. So uh, that's what's really I, what I try to do now is I try to see things, look for things. I say, okay, well, that, that's cool. I really like that technique. Now let me see what I can do. How am I going to verbalize it to teach it and keep the verbalization simple? And how am I going to move my hands to get it done and make my hands look simple? Mm, I so love that. you start to think that way, the creativity can pour out. You see, everybody's create creative. You just got to, you know, believe in it and and um, try things in a different way. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. What um, what's your opinion on where the future of our industry is going? Like, where what do you see happening in the future? Um, there's lots going on. I think the, if there's anything that my message is, you know, we need to come together. I think it doesn't matter. I, I hope my dream is that uh, we walk away from these last few years where the salon owner appreciates the independent owner, where mm -hmm. the independent owner and the salon owner appreciate the influencer, where the mm -hmm. influencer, the salon owner and the independent person uh, appreciate the uh, teachers out there. So it's about us coming together and evolving together. I think that, you know, suites and independence is it's a it's just a another avenue that's we've discovered that people have a choice. We need to respect that. Absolutely. But I also think that what we can do is awaken that arena in terms of turning it around and keeping it professional by offering them here's the ways you can grow your independent business. Mm -hmm. And at the same time we need to focus on the other side of it in terms of salons, you know, the lords and ladies, the salons out there that choose to operate they op the way they operate. So it's a matter of respect. I think that what we need to do is we need to respect each other. Influencers, you know, everybody was like upset about influence. Hey, you know what? It's it happened. And there's a lot of influencers that are going to stick to the wall. And then there's some that are going to collapse. So mm -hmm. is it a is it necessary for us? Yes, because they brought a different perspective of mm -hmm. looking at the industry, of looking at education. So I think what we need to do is understand that as, as anybody in this industry, education is not an option, it's a necessity. You mm -hmm. know, as a hairdresser, you must continue to learn. As a teacher, I must continue to learn. As an influencer, I must, you know, an influencer must continue to, to learn. So education, I think, is something that's important that people need to continue to do. So when we look at the future of education in this industry, there's so many resources out there. Mm -hmm. So you need to take a, a step back and look at education a little bit more closely and find out what do you personally need? What skill set? What do you need to focus on? I think wellness is something that's needed in the industry. Oh. And you have Andrew Carruthers out there Love that does Wellness Wednesdays for us. 
but people need need that conversation to happen now in terms of taking care of people like a salon owner i said you know he goes when well salon owner as a wellness how can i look at it? i go taking taking care of them mentally taking care mm-hmm. of them physically he goes give me an example sam i said you know what i do every three months everyone would get a hundred dollar uber eats card mm-hmm. and he's like what i go yes they get an uber eats card now here's the way you're helping them you know, sometimes they're so stressed, working so hard that they forget about lunch or they won't eat lunch or they pack their lunch. They take the moment to pack a lunch and bring it or they scramble to go back and order it. And then they sit while it waits to, and it's cold. Mm-hmm. I said, give them an Uber Eats card. It's going to make it easy for them to order it when they can't the moment they have. Or guess what? There's going to be someone in there that's going to save all four of their Uber Eats card. That's four hundred dollars. And they're going to have a birthday party for their daughter. I said, so I said, that's wellness side. That's the spirit side. I'm not talking about yoga. You know, yes, that's great. But I'm talking about how are you taking care of your people? You know, like I think, you know, commission salons. I want to make a bold statement here, Ashley. Commission salons. I think you need to be flexible. You know, mm-hmm. let them work three days a week. But make yeah. understand somebody else is going to come and fill that chair mm-hmm. under, under a commission. You know, so I think, you know, flexibility. So those are the, the, the um, that's my perception, you know, on the education side, the salon side, the coming together side, you know, I think that what we need to do, embrace the industry as a whole and understand there's plenty out there for everybody. Um, I, I love absolutely everything that you have said. And, um, you know, we, we all have pivoted a lot in the, the last couple of years in such a good way. I feel like, Perspective is a good word. Um, a lot of a lot of different perspectives, and being patient and humble enough and present to just listen and to hear what it is that the needs are of the staff and yes. what about education that's different. And yeah, I mean, coming together is just huge. And you know, watching people leave and come back and you always want the best for them. And that's, and that's what it's all about. And, and hopefully leave a little piece of yourself with them. Mm -hmm. And imagine, you know, think about the consumer, the consumer, I really believe has discovered a new mindset. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to rearrange the way we see time management in the salon. You know, I think Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, it like, that's why I'm saying, you know, commission salons, you know, they need to embrace uh, flexibility. Mm-hmm. And retail, retail is not an option. It's a necessity. I think the hairdresser needs to understand that the person that's going to win behind the chair is going to be the hairdresser that chooses to become an educator, mm. educating their client about every little detail about what, what the why and the how, uh, educating the um, consumer, the person in their chair about retail and why. I think that's important. You know, I think that we need to really look at our services a little bit differently on what we offer on our menu, express service menus, I think are really important. So see, these are the things I'm talking about in terms of, you know, you know, maybe establish a, can you imagine a, a appointment that's called the money piece? Mm. Basically what it is, it's a 30 minute highlight appointment where we're basically highlighting the money piece in the front hairline yeah. or, you know, a great appointment that's called gray camouflage. Where you're mm-hmm. actually going in there and in 30 minutes or less, you're camouflaging the gray hair and you're doing that with a simple T-line color application. 
I mean, listen to me, Ashley, I'm not even a colorist, but I've got these yeah. ideas in terms of how I think salons need to really embrace change. Sure. I just need to understand, you know, that um, I, I think that they got to create a connection experience. And I think you've heard me talk about how I think the the video tutorials at the end of appointment, when you're going in and doing a blow dry, you need mm -hmm. to be using the client's phone and filming that you're teaching them how to blow dry and manage their hair. Love Can it. you imagine you're handing them their phone back and you're telling them here's on your phone. You now have your own personal tutorial. I'll be there with you every morning to help you on with your hair. Just put me on your vanity. And there I am saying, good morning. Let's do your hair coaching you on how to do it. Absolutely. I think it's those things that, you know, create a different experience. And it's about that, that we need to do. For I mean, sure. there's always going to be roadblocks, Ashley. For and sure during this whole thing that we call a change process. But I think if you take the time and you plan beforehand, you have a better chance of overcoming most anything. And mm -hmm. it's, it's the strengths that people have and the challenges, you know, they might hold you back, but it's the strengths that keep you on track. And we need to focus on those strengths and continue to grow together. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's no, there's no happy genie in a bottle. You know, I think mm -hmm. everybody needs to, to really, create their own culture of uh, recognition. So good. Oh, I love that. So good. Um, I, I can't agree with you more on so many levels. I um, So I've, I'm going to dive a little deep, um, but I've been on this, like, I want to be a better, a better version of myself journey. And it's been incredible. And I've learned a lot about myself and how to be a better mom and a better person all around. Um, but the thing that I do a lot is I think about that my, my time here is limited and we only have this one life and how, what am I leaving behind, you know, and what's, what's the impact and who's, you know, what am I giving my children that, that I'm leaving behind? And so do you ever think that? Do you ever think like that? Oh, you bet I do, Ashley, especially <laughs> now that I've got my little guy. Mm. Um, I think about that all the time, you know. Mm. I, I was asked the other day in an interview, what do you want your um, legacy to be, you know, or mm. what do you want to be known as or remembered by? And I'm hoping that it's being known as for the education that, that Sam brought the education that Sam offered the teacher that Sam was mm. the, the uh, hairdresser's hairdresser. Uh, I think that's, that's something, but yes, I think about those things every day, you know, uh, with my family, you know, uh, mm. I'm not getting any younger uh, with the audience, every audience I'm in front of. Mm. You know, I think it's like, I think, I, you know, we've been talking about this whole thing of, how the world has shifted, especially now at a rapid pace. God, it's amazing what's happening out there. Mm -hmm. I think we, I just want to tell your audience, you know, I think, you know, we just got to evolve with it. Yeah. And my goal is to not only empower my family, but empower salons and hairdressers with some kind of knowledge that they can still continue to flourish, you know, and mm -hmm. I, the way that we continue to do that, like I try to tell my son, you know, you, you know, you need to be curious. And he's like, well, what does that mean? But I think mm -hmm. if you remain curious and not judgmental, I think is important. Most right. people are judgmental. They, they, they listen to, I think we need to listen to understand before we listen to be understood. 
Mm. Most people listen to be understood. Like, you know, in a consultation, I want you to remember that, share that with your team during the consultation process, listen to understand mm. what the client is saying instead of listening to be understood. So in, in other words, you're starting to engage your response. You're not really listening and right. you're engaging your response. You're wanting, you're choosing that you want her to understand your response. Right. But we really listen, which is, I think, important in today's world. But I think in order to do that, we need to be less curious about people and more curious about sharing ideas. You know, and when we do that, it allows us to remain open with each other. It allows us to learn together and it inspires hope in the industry. So my goal is to ignite some imagination in my son, ignite some imagination in the industry and uh, instill this love of learning. You know, I want him to enjoy learning you know right mm -hmm. now he started kindergarten and he's amazing oh. one and he loves playing soccer you know is he played three goal three uh, games he scored seven goals he's amazing oh. but i work out with him in the in the house with a balloon you know my wife is like god you have these little things the way i go well with a balloon he has to slow down the way we tell him keep your eye on the ball but with a balloon he has to really watch it be patient let it fall then kick it and then with a balloon to get it to go anywhere, he has to kick it really hard. Sure. So then I tell him dribble the balloon. So he has to really try to dribble a balloon. And it's really lightweight. It just takes off, you know. So mm -hmm. when you get him with a ball out on the field, it's just amazing watching him. And then mm -hmm. he kicks. He goes, wow, I kicked it far and hard. <laughs> Little does he know it comes from working out with a balloon. So it's this devotion. It's about a devotion. So, you know, it's this devotion of time that I need to make for him. But it's also the devotion to the craft of hairdressing that I have. And teaching is rooted in my quest, you know, and connection is rooted in my quest. And, you know, my pledge to the industry is that I can, will continue to be a resource for the, um, I guess you could call it for the assembly of ideas and then giving it out there in the industry. So I, I think people need to understand moving forwards. I hear this a lot out there, Ashley, that, well, Sam, I've, I've been to so much education. There's nothing really new out there. I don't want them to forget that an investment in education continues to be an investment in the future because they could walk away with one small, small um, takeaway. And that takeaway could change their career behind that chair. That yeah. one small takeaway. Absolutely. That's I love that you just said that. I That's absolutely what I'm hoping with this is creating conversations yes. and if it just touches one person, then that's all. That's it. I'm good. I'm yep. happy. Right. Yeah. Um, just igniting the that soul inside of you, you know? Well, you know, Ashley, I can't tell you the formula for success, but I will tell you the formula for failure is trying to please everybody. Mm -hmm. you know, as long as you know you put out 115%, over 100%, then you've done your best then it's up to them. It's their choice from that point. And, you know, I guarantee you, you probably are pleasing the majority of people, but you know, we're not going to please everybody and I'm not going to let that bother me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's, that's taken me a long time to, to definitely work on that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It took me a while, you know, because you know, your intent, you have genuine concern and you want to do things the right way and yeah. you want to be a success. But I got to tell you, my dear, lately what I've discovered is Living a satisfying life is much better than living a successful life. 
Mm. And the reason I say that is because success is judged by your success is judged by others. Mm. While a satisfying life is judged by my own heart, soul, and mind. Mm. And that's what I choose to prefer to live now. Because if I satisfy myself, then I know I can satisfy any audience. Yeah, absolutely. If you were, I always say that if you're, if you are solid and grounded in who you are, then that's it. Nothing else matters. It just, everything just flows. You have to be confident who you are every day you get up. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and it just, everything just kind of falls into place then. I love it. So um, what are you working on now? What's next? Oh, gosh. Well, we continue to develop the tool line. Uh, I love I've, the tool I've, line. I've got a new uh, line of shears that I'm going to be introducing, I hope, at some point. Um, I've got a um, uh, some new electricals, some new thermals that are going to be coming out. You know, we're just continuing to evolve as a company, as a brand. One of the things I'm really excited about is our Insulon education, which is uh, Insulon Thrive On. And you'll be seeing that out there a little bit more. So we're I'm getting the art team out there, which is Jesse Linares, Anna Peters, Roger Molina, and Ellen Devine. Getting them into salons. I think in salon education is back on the map. And I think it's really one of the best forms of education that could be offered. Absolutely. So we're doing that. We're going to continue to hit the show circuit. Um, and then we've got some new, new things in the horizon where I think uh, we're going to kind of like uh, expand our... Um, especially like the education side of things. I want mm. to start to do that. That's amazing. Perfect. And um, I can't wait to, to follow all of it. I mean, everything that you put out has been just awesome and so useful for, I know for the team that we work with every day, they love everything that you have put out. So Awesome. It's great. We, we do a lot of incentives with your tools. It's been awesome. <laughs> uh, great. Well, I really appreciate the support from lords and ladies. And for those of you out there that are not following me on social, please do. IG, Samvia, at Samvia Hair, uh, TikTok, at uh, Samvia Hair, YouTube, uh, Samvia Education, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Highly recommend subscribing on the YouTube channel because that way you'll get little uh, pop-ups on terms of the new videos that come up that, on YouTube. And we've got a lot of that, a lot of big focuses on YouTube. Oh, so perfect. I'll definitely link a lot of that into the podcast too. Please do. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sam. You are the best. Uh, it's been a pleasure and a joy, Ashley. And uh, I'd love to do this again next year for you. You know, like I said, I support Lords and Ladies. You guys, they're just a great group there. And for anybody that's out there that's listening that, you know, you're considering salons, take a look at Lords and Ladies, really good community of strong hairdressers and team. Well, guys, I don't know about you, but I could have listened and talked to him absolutely all day. It just was such a great conversation, learned a ton and love his perspective on what's happening out in the beauty industry right now. And everyone has such an amazing story and everyone has such different perspectives on things. And I just love that continued conversation because it just really shines a light on how diverse and 
really all of the things that you can do in our industry. It's just the possibilities are endless, guys. It really is amazing. So I want you to kind of reflect on this conversation and pull out the things that you really loved and start using those. And also, if you, again, are not following Sam, you have to do that. You just have to. Um, We have had the pleasure in our company to have him come and educate our staff. And I just have to tell you, the energy that he brings is absolutely unspeakable, really. I mean, you just can't put into words the energy. And I really felt that today too. So I hope that you guys enjoyed. Keep staying connected. 